She smiled and began to pick the berries. As she did so, the ice bear clambered down the embankment to the swirling river. With his massive paws, he pulled fish from the current. Nisha glanced at the bear standing in the cold water gathering food. What a wise beast you are. After a while, the ice bear hadn't returned up the hill, so Nisha put away the fruit she had collected and went to the top of the muddy embankment. Below her, she saw the bear looking first at the fish he'd caught, and then gazing up the hill. He has no way to carry them, she realized. Gingerly, she climbed down the slope, gripping tiny saplings for balance as she went. Let me, she said, peering into the bear's eyes. Then she blew softly on the fish, freezing them so they were easier to grasp, and wrapped them into a cloth from her pack. The ice bear brushed her shoulder with his muzzle in what she now knew was a friendly gesture. Then, unable to stretch out on the briar-heavy riverside, the ice bear bent so Nisha could scramble up again. Once she was seated, the bear rapidly climbed up the hill and resumed their path, and Nisha absently stroked her fingers through his soft fur, thankful to have a companion on her journey. And thus, Nisha forgot the sorrow of carrying a curse. Together, she and the ice bear found a rhythm to their travels, stopping to gather food when the chance presented itself, and continuing on through the still forest. Though she thought often of her home and her father, after traveling together for a full moon's passing, Nisha could scarcely imagine life without her ice bear. In the evenings, they curled in a snowy nest she made for them. During the day, she traveled upon his soft fur and gazed at the increasingly cold land. Tall trees dotted the ground, and the river had a growing crust of ice upon it. I've never seen anything so lovely, she whispered. The ice bear glanced back at her with a soft, almost growl and continued on his way. Nisha knew the ice bear was unusual, but as they traveled onward, she realized that the ice bear followed a definite path. When Nisha thought to suggest another way, the ice bear plopped down and refused to move. One night, after they neared the colder lands, the bear led her to a cave. Inside the cave, spires hung like ice from above, water trickled in rivulets down those stalactites. Nisha whispered, Where do we go? Do you take me to your home? The bear simply gazed at her. Will there be others there? What if they aren't as kind as you? She leaned against the ice bear. The bear moved closer, his muzzle pressed against her shoulder. I'm sorry, she murmured as she stroked his head. She closed her eyes. You've been truly wonderful, but I miss human voices. I miss... Nisha paused. The thick pelt under her hand no longer felt right. Instead of coarse fur, her hand rested on silk-soft hair. She jerked her hand away and opened her eyes. A boy stood beside her. His hair was as dark as the night sky, 
It was so long that it fell like a heavy blanket touching the earth, hiding a human form. Where? Who? Nisha stepped backward, her words tangled as she stared at the boy. Frantically, she looked for her ice bear. I knew no other way to show you, the boy was saying. He had not made any movement toward her. Now that we've reached my village. Village? Nisha looked around her. From the tunnels, other ice bears, including several cubs, approached. The boy nodded. My home. Where is my ice bear? Nisha knew the answer, but she needed to hear him say the words. I'm here. The boy took a step toward her, hands outstretched. 